Last week, Judson sat down to record episode 18 of the Facts and Friends podcast, but someone was missing. Okay, it's 15 minutes past when we're supposed to start recording and still not Tino. I guess I'll call him. We're supposed to record episode 18 tonight. Where are you? Oh, shit. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally not on my boat, Oprah's Folly, <laughs> at a marina bar in Cancun. Wh- what? Our listeners were counting on us, man. How, how are we going to deliver a new episode if you're off getting a tan and sipping margaritas while they're suffering? So, I'm going to be honest with you. My dogs really wanted to see Mexico, <laughs> and I was just trying to be a good puppy dad. <laughs> I, will, I will come right back home like I always planned to do Judson and if you see any like leaked text from my friends that contradict this <laughs> uh, ignore it <laughs> the leader of the free world cannot spend weeks thundering that shadowy forces are stealing our country and then feign surprise when people believe him and do reckless things President Trump's actions preceded the riot for a disgraceful, disgraceful dereliction of duty. There's no question that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. No question about it. If the president was the party's nominee, would you support him? Uh, the nominee of the party? Absolutely. You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this Trust the Science episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. <laughs> we are back after a shame-shortened vacation. Uh, <laughs> my name is Bruce Springsteen, and with me is my friend and co-host, President Barack Obama. Uh, how you doing? That's the best I got. It's the best I got. Uh, we have competition on the podcast <laughs> scene now, Judson. Yeah, I, th- I think they may, maybe a little bit extra star listeners. power, a little bit extra star power than we've got. So did we just do this wrong? Should we have become famous first? I, Is that how you do podcasting? I guess. I mean, I guess, it, I guess it seems easier that way. Do we need like an accomplishment or something? <laughs> Ooh, no, no. Like to, a hit to be song? a celebrity? Definitely not. As a celebrity, you definitely do not need to be accomplished. Okay. Th- these okay. days. Right. No, my name is still just Tino, and with me as always is... <laughs> just Tino. Yeah, my friend and co-host. Most of you know him as the guy who designed the stage at CPAC. Oh, it's you Judson. son of a bitch! Hello, Judson, or should I say, Heil Judson. <laughs> oh my god. It is totally a Nazi symbol. Let's talk about that. We're going to talk about CPAC first. Okay. Before we have this big feature planned that we'll do <laughs> after the break. But let's talk about that stage. Let's, let's start CPAC coverage with the stage. Tell us about the stage, Judson. Uh, the stage is a Nazi symbol. It's a it's a, a, a Norse rune that it was co-opted by the Nazis. And I'm, I'm not... The Othala rune? The Odal. Odal rune, I think. Was the, the Odal rune? Okay. Yeah. O-D-A-L. It's like a... Diamond with octopus legs, I guess that was how I would describe it. Two okay. little octopus legs coming out. So No, octopi, octopi have uh, eight, eight, eight legs. They do. I'm just saying it only has two of them visible. Or like four, okay. and they're like behind each other, so you can only see two. It looks kind of like the front face of an insect head, right? Yeah, a bit like, like that. An insect head with antenna coming out. Yep. So that's a, a Nazi symbol? Yeah, the Nazis had lots of... It's not just a swastika. They're, they're, they have lots of other 
symbols. Uh, if, if you ever seen the uh, the SS, the lightning bolt SS mm-hmm. symbols, yeah. that's another one that they used. Uh, there, there's like a half dozen of them that I saw in one particular uh, image used by various different groups. There's a like some sort of death's head used by the death camp guards. But this one symbol uh, that is essentially the stage for CPAC. So why did you design it that way? Was it an accident <laughs> or or did you do it on purpose? I just want to be very clear. Tino's a liar. <laughs> For all of you out there listening, but I do not think that this was an accident. Yeah, I mean, it's, hard it's to believe. entirely possible that a very small number of people recognize this for what it was. Clearly, you and I didn't. We we were tipped off to this by others right. who are more knowledgeable. I don't think I would examine the CPAC stage that closely unless someone told me to. Right, exactly. But we know that there are people on the right who are very, very favorable toward the Nazi party and romanticize it and idolize it and someone there obviously knows their their history and either this is a gigantic troll and i i mean i'm not going to put it past them to be like associating themselves with nazis just to piss off the libs right but it's also entirely possible this was supposed to be like a coded message to their people too wow so <laughs> i was looking over some of like the names of speeches and panels yeah oh some funny ones <laughs> they have doubled down on the election was a fraud lie Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe it was the only way they could get Trump to show up. Uh, but it's maybe. so dangerous. And it, it, Don Jr., we're going to play some of the speeches, but I want to play this because it's so true. How's it going, CPAC? <laughs> or I heard someone earlier phrase it a little bit better. T-PAC. That's what it feels like, guys. It sure does. It's the Trump pack. It's not the- right. Right. I, I assume that's where he was going, but I feel like you maybe should have spelled it out a little more for people because they're not bright. With the amount of coke he had had, he had sure. a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Let's talk about the speeches and panels at CPAC, Judson. Let's. So, some of the uh, themes are other culprits. Why judges and media refuse to look at the evidence. (laughs) Who else can we blame for our own failings? Right. Got it. Here's another one. The left pulled strings, covered it up, and even admits it. We we do? No. Okay. Uh, There was a breakout session. They actually had to change the name. Originally, it was called Did Your Vote Count? Ask the Experts. (laughs) Okay. But they changed it to The Voter Files. The truth is out there. Ask your questions to election lawyers. Wait, so they based their conspiracy theory panel on a fictional Fictional show. Conspiracy theory show. (laughs) Sure. That that makes sense. They're just bad at everything. It's like they're not even trying to hide it. They're only good at cheating. (laughs) It's the only thing they're good at. They're pretty good at lying, I think. Not, not that they're good at it, I guess, but like... They're experienced. They are very experienced. Practiced. Yeah, Yeah, I I am a terrible liar. I, I sometimes am impressed at how... They are able to lie with the with a straight face. Right. That's all. I, d- I don't see how a Republican with a conscience, if there's such a thing. May not be. May be a mythical creature these days. Would even show up to CPAC. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 and I take that back because I think there are some Republicans who still maintain conscience, consciences. I don't think they're going to remain Republicans very much longer. If I the, don't Mitt Romney's leaving the party. I don't think... Kinzinger might leave the party. Kins- I was th- Kinzinger was the one I was thinking of, actually. I don't think Mitt Romney will, no. I guess we'll see. So let's talk about some of the speeches, Judson. We have first... <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this sound, but uh, here- here's a little Ted Cruz. Oh, no. We're gathered at a time where the hard left, where the socialists control the levers of government. <laughs> 
where they control the White House, where they control every executive branch, where they control both houses of Congress. Bernie is wearing mittens. And AOC is telling us she was murdered. <laughs> she was what? Murdered. <laughs> I see his acting skills have not improved since law school. Why am I persecuted? Because you're an asshole, Ted. That's why. Why am I persecuted? <laughs> How many f executive branches does Ted Cruz think we have exactly? Isn't he supposed to be like a constitutional lawyer? Yeah, there's one, Ted. What? Just the one? Just, just one. <laughs> and they control all of the one. Uh, so, an AOC, I mean, good God. How do you mock? How do you mock what she shared? Like, how? What, what kind of asshole? Well, I'm not talking about Ted Cruz, so. <laughs> if there's a type of asshole, Ted Cruz is it. There's, there's no type of asshole that he can't be. I do think Mexico's willing to pay for that wall now. They, they might be. But it needs to stop airplanes. <laughs> they might be willing to just give us Cancun and just, like, chop it off. <laughs> what so, a dick. So Kimberly Guilfoyle was back and also coked out of her mind. <laughs> and almost twerking on stage? Like, what was that? The dance I she did that coming part. out? Oh, and she did the dance she did when she came out on stage. You should you should watch it. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> you Here probably she is. shouldn't. God bless CPAC. God bless Madame Mercedes Schlapp and the entire team. Your family, the military, the veterans, law enforcement, first responders. God bless President Trump. I love the veterans. They the are veterans. my favorite. <laughs> I have always I used to watch the veteran show uh, when I was a kid. I have uh, always stood up for veterans. <laughs> Carry on, Kimberly. And thank you, President Trump, on behalf of a grateful and humble nation. God what bless nation this is country. that? And ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you the son of the greatest president this country has seen, a leader of the warrior MAGA movement and conservative values, Donald Trump Jr. I'm sorry, if your girlfriend has to be your hype man... I feel like there's a problem. You're probably gay, and this, not, it's she's not, a not really your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. She's your manager at that point. At least she she gives it her all. Uh, yeah, that's just the drugs talking. I'm just not sure that's a good thing. That's all. Right. Now I know they talked a lot about cancel culture at this event, and we have planned <laughs> now our cancel culture for our season finale episode. We've, we've canceled it once again. <laughs> canceled it a few times. CPAC canceled it too. They canceled <laughs> yes. their their speakers. Yes, they did. <laughs> and that's the point that I wanted to make. And here's Don Jr. again talking about uh, Liz Cheney. Ugh. No, seriously. Liz Cheney and her politics are only slightly less popular than her father is at a quail hunt. <laughs> I added the I, rim I, I would say, I assume you added the rim shot, but it felt totally warranted. So that's good. <laughs> Yeah, he was doing stand-up on Liz Cheney. Somebody else was, was talking about Ted Cruz uh, in his speech, similarly. Basically, half these conservative people that are at CPAC are failed comedians. They wanted to be comedians, they suck at it, and so they've gone into politics instead. Right. Well, they, he calls her uh, Lincoln Project Liz, I believe. Not a slam? And basically, what they're trying to do is cancel Liz Cheney. Of course. Like, actually, like, end Canceling's fine when they do it, Tino. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's that's the whole problem with 
the cancel culture thing, which we will get to in we episode twenty-five. <laughs> Assuming, of course, that we are not ourselves canceled first. Or that we are not canceled. You, you never know. Well, and then there was the the star of the show for me. I know the star of the show hasn't spoken yet, and we'll get to that in a minute. But right. your girl, my Lauren Boebert. Republicans are called the party of no, but we're saying no to all of their no's. They, they don't want you to be able to protect yourself. They don't want you to have freedom of speech. Right. They don't want you to have freedom of religion. In Colorado, they don't want us to have our public lands. They are the party of no. We are saying no. We are saying a big hell no to all of their no's. That is, that is right, Lauren. You tell them. We are saying no to the party of no. Y- y- you know? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No one knows. Oh my gosh, they call her a less intelligent Sarah Palin in some circles. And I feel like that after that speech, that could be warranted. I, I you're right. They definitely did not get the T-Pac joke. You, they, you're no, right. they, they totally didn't. There's no way they that got plays it. That to them. You got to. You got to spell it out. One letter was insufficient to give them the clue. These are the guys that need like everything filled in on the wheel of fortune before they're, they're willing to guess <laughs> i think there's still only a 50 50 chance that they get it they've got to be able to read um, okay so we talked about this we're recording on saturday night right so donald trump has not yet spoken and correct we yeah. considered recording a second time after he's spoken and we decided not to tell 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 the folks why judson well, I mean, we we could have waited, but it felt like we already know what he's going to say. Yeah. Right? He's going to come out and he's going to claim that they won the election, that the election mm-hmm. was rigged, that the Democrats stole it, that right. he's going to he's going to claim all these things. He's going to talk about how he was he's subject to a witch hunt. He's probably going to talk about the his tax returns being uh, sent to district, the Manhattan DA. He's going to come out and complain about cancel culture. He's going to complain about all the Republicans that have spoken out against him. Liz Cheney is going to get attack name them. drop. Adam Kinzinger is going to get name drop. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney's going to get name dropped. I bet you anything Hillary Clinton's name comes up for no reason whatsoever. He's going to make fun of Joe Biden as old and senile. He is. Absolutely. It's possible. Well, it's possible he goes after Biden's dogs even. I think that there's well, a decent chance. someone did do that. Someone did do that, but I think Trump might break that out again. So People uh, are saying. It's people, not me. People are saying <laughs> Joe Biden's dogs are dirty junkyard dogs. That's, that's exactly what it's going to say. That's exactly what it's going to say. So we just felt like there was no reason for us to to postpone or, or take two nights to record or it, right. he has nothing new to offer us. And by the time this people hear this, he will have spoken. He will have spoken. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what he said. Yeah. yeah. They nailed it. He, there might be some, he'll, he'll tease about running in 2024. Yep. He may even announce that he's running in 2024, three years too early, but who cares? I mean, I, I think it's all a grift anyway. I don't think he runs again. Maybe, we'll maybe he does, but I feel like. I feel like in like two years, he's just going to be so happy to not have to do all the bullshit stuff that Biden's got to do on a day to day basis. Right. That he's just going to he's going to talk a big game and then end up not running. I think he's going to want to do the rallies again. I really oh, yeah, do. I think he is. He's going to grift the hell out of his fans. Yeah. OK, so we have to move on because <laughs> we, we try to keep the, sh- the recording on a schedule these days. It's true. Usually successful, believe it or not. Not so much tonight, I'm guessing. Well, we have three more topics to talk about at the top of the show. <laughs> We're only going to talk about one. All right. So I have a favorite. There's the Marjorie Taylor Greene transgender attack 
Okay. There's March 4th, which is our next show. It's going to yep. be all about March 4th. So maybe we can skip that. That's you know, the Donald Trump is going to be the president again installed as the 19th legitimate president. <laughs> the 19th of the legitimate, right? Very but clear. We can dig about into that. that next week since I think that's going to be a big topic. Because sure. Sh- surely that's going to happen and we'll have to talk about well, it. Well, yeah, of course. We'll have to, that'll be our follow up to the, the, the reclamation of the presidency by Donald Trump, of course. But my favorite here is number five the Go- fake snow. I just want to say one thing before we get to that about the okay. Marjorie Taylor Greene transgender issue. Sure. She sucks. Let's move on. That's it. She she's she's a shitty person. Let's move on. I did a little jokey <laughs> meme on our private Discord server about that, but I'm not going to repeat it here because I'd have to put a dollar in the jar. That's you probably you absolutely would. We have a C word jar, folks. Yep. It was it was it was worth it. I think it was worth a dollar, honestly. <laughs> I would have spent ten for that. <laughs> Even Justin Bieber got looped in. We've got to open up our Discord to people. We, we, do, we need to work on that. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about the fake snow in Texas. Yes. Oh, yes, please. This is not the first time crazy folks have accused the government of creating a fake snowstorm. Right. It happened, I think, in like 2014 in Atlanta. I'm still, I, and I still am thinking about uh, Inhofe bringing the snowball into the into the Senate. Right? Oh, right. It wasn't, wasn't claiming it was fake snow, but it was using like a snowball as proof of global warming no, being fake. No global but, warming, right. Yeah, but still. So I'm sure most of our listeners have seen the videos of the crazy people claiming that there's fake snow. You should look them up if you haven't seen uh, it. I'm going to play a tiny bit of audio from two of them. Look at this government snow right here. Just falls off your hand. Don't even make it wet. Government snow. What kind of snow? Okay, go ahead. There's the woman on her porch. Now, I guess people have called her out for making fake snowballs. So she's on her porch getting the snow and showing us that it's not melting. And She's holding she's holding the snow up uh, to a flame and then showing it to the camera. Not melting. And turning black. Didn't melt. Come on, flame. Holding over the flame, flame. holding it to the camera. Not melting. And turning black. Except it is. I'm sure my sister believes this too. (laughs) That the snow is not melting. But in fact, stop you right there, folks. The snow is melting. Let's Let's have... A scientist explain it. The snow is melting. It is turning from solid into liquid, turning from ice into water. But where is it going? It's not dripping. I don't think it's evaporating or sublimating, turning directly from a solid into a gas. I think where it's going is into the snowball, right? I think that as it turns into water, the snow itself is absorbing that water and becoming slushy. This is the same thing that happens when you make a snow cone, right? You have ice in a cone, you pour the syrup on it, and that syrup gets absorbed into the cone. It doesn't drip out. So I think that's what's happening here. Okay. Thanks, Phil. Obviously. That's Phil Plate, bad astronomy. Is, yeah, is that who that is? Okay. Yep. I forgot to put his name in the show notes. And he shows the snowball melting in a pan and you know, just sitting there and melting. And what happens is there's no water at the bottom of it at first. Right. Eventually, once it can't absorb any more water, then it completely becomes water. Well, I'm suddenly thinking, too, imagine the shape of a snowflake, right? For our science nerd they look like, fans. They're shaped like Democrats, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. You, you, yeah, that's a, you got it exactly right. They, look, they all look like AOC. <laughs> No, so it has that, you know, that, the pin, the mm-hmm. fractal design, the, the hexagonal shape. Right. So the little droplets of water would be able potentially to like fit in between the cracks. Like you said, make that slush ball and sort of adhere those snow pieces of snow together. So that would make sense to me. But yes, it totally melts. And the reason that it turns black is that soot from whatever you're. It's soot from whatever you're burning. Whatever you're burning. I'm burning. Play yeah. the second clip, but that's exactly what it is. It's soot. If you hold a flame to glass, the glass turns black. 
Yeah. Not because the glass is burning. It's, it's because com- of the flame source. It's because combustion is never perfect. So what do you think the Venn diagram is that shows people that think Trump will be installed as the 19th legitimate president on March 4th <laughs> and people that think the government is dumping fake snow on Texas? I mean, if it's not a com- perfect circle, then it's a circle within another circle. <laughs> okay. I-, I just don't know which one's bigger at this point. I bet if you held a match or a candle to it, it would turn black and probably not melt. <laughs> and probably not, yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Facts and Friends podcast is brought to you by people like you. More and more, corporate America is taking over the podcast scene. Your support helps stave off a complete takeover. Please take a moment to share the podcast with your friends and followers via social media or word of mouth. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for helping out. It really does mean a lot. So Judson, we are going to do a segment that we haven't done since our old show, the NPR podcast. Okay. And even then, I think we only did it once. Which segment? I'm going to reveal it shortly. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Before we get to that, I just want to give a little background. Sure. As to why we're doing it and kind of how this came about. I am a lifelong fan of the American football team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Though recently I've been seriously reconsidering my fandom (laughs) (laughs) for reasons not entirely unrelated to Tom Brady. So reasons completely related to Tom Brady, (laughs) completely related to Tom Brady. He (laughs) won't be happy until he's taken everything from me. So (laughs) for those that don't follow sports ball, the Bucks recently won the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers are called the Bucks for short. So there was much maskless celebrating because they're in Florida. Because, yeah, because Florida, that's all you have to say. They even had a victory parade and... Most of the fans attending the parade were maskless. I'm shocked. The the team shared these photos on their Facebook page. I followed their Facebook page because I'm a fan of the team. And I was kind of appalled that the organization would sanction that kind of parade, given the fact that we're in a global pandemic that has killed literally millions of people. Yeah. And half a million alone here. So some fans pointed out in the comments to that picture that so few people were wearing masks. And one, one particular comment that caught my eye was Tom Brady has more Super Bowl rings than there are masks in this photo. <laughs> was it accurate? Yes. Okay. So then the guy who's going to be kind of the, the subject of this feature, we're going to call him Eric. Okay. I was trying to think of a name of an exceptionally dim person and Eric jumped to mind. No. I'm not no sure No particular why. reason, Trump. <clears throat> sorry so we'll call this guy eric sure and his response to the tom brady super bowl ring versus masks in the photo comment was smell that freedom baby i mean it is easier to smell without a mask on i'm guessing (laughs) but it wouldn't be freedom that you'd be smelling you'd most likely be smelling coronavirus except you wouldn't be able to smell it because one of the things coronavirus you can't usually does takes away your sense of smell yeah (laughs) take away your sense of smell so catch 22 he and i get into it in the comments there sure And I said that there is a difference between freedom and stupidity. And he was not happy. But uh, (laughs) I don't have the whole exchange, sadly, because I think Facebook either deleted it or it was so far down in the comments that it wasn't saved. Sure. Hard to find sometimes on big threads like that. I'm always curious when I see these people on Facebook, these far right asshole MAGA people. I'm curious to know more about them. Like, are they just a bot? Or, of course. So yeah. I always try to see if they have a public Facebook page. Yeah, for sure. This guy did. Eric did. <laughs> so I went along to his Facebook page to learn more about him. I'm sure that'll be turn out fine. <laughs> well, what could possibly go wrong? 
we got into it on his Facebook page and more on that later. Okay. But what I found out about Eric and what's key to doing this segment now is that Eric has a podcast. <laughs> well, any fucking buddy can do it apparently. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> um, if we can do it, you can too. Springsteen and Obama, you know, just anybody puts on a damn podcast. So what this segment is, it's it's a riff on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, We're doing Mystery Racist Theater? We're doing Mystery Racist Theater. Yes. (laughs) If for some reason you're not familiar with Mystery Science Theater 3000, the basic premise is that a guy and his robot pals watch old movies and they comment on each film as it plays. Oh, bad movies. They have to be bad. bad, Old bad movies. I think the idea, the the premise is supposed to be a torture for them, right? It's the worst movies that this, this person can find to subject them to. But the meat of every episode is them just talking over the movie with their sort of snarky reactions. They're just riffing off of it, yeah. So our adaptation of Mystery Science Theater 3K is a little bit different. We play content from deplorable racists, (laughs) and we provide our own commentary to their audio. (laughs) The first time we did this back on the old show, it centered around my brother actually listening and commenting to an episode of our show. That's that centered around his racism. That's right. We actually had two of these, but one of them was Mystery Sexist Theater 3000. We did. Also about my brother. Also about your brother. <laughs> well, this time we're going to be commenting on Eric's delightful podcast on... It's Mystery Racist Theater 3K. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So much. Yeah, it's adapted from the actual theme to the actual show, which is... Pretty faithful adaptation. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so let's start. Let's. (laughs) Let's dig in. (laughs) Here is their slickly produced intro. Feel free to comment. This is Mystery Racist Theater. Oh, I will. In a world where our freedoms and democracy are infringed upon, we are the two dudes that are fed up with all the lies and bullshit. This is a show unlike no other. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Don't <laughs> Tread on America with your host, the BCGC, and the one and only CK1. <laughs> this is a show unlike no other. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what we're working with here, folks. Real brain trust. Real brain trust right there. In a world where we don't understand fifth grade grammar. Can they do audio? <laughs> or or can they not do audio? Yeah. We, we do in the, the in a world thing quite a bit. Of course There's we do. The... I just I, I thought it was funny that he did that. Yeah. <laughs> in a world where crazy internet news has gotten out of control. In a world where Christmas is under attack. In a world where people have forgotten the true meaning of the season. I think our In a World movie trailers are unlike no others. (laughs) All right. Now... If you listen closely to that intro, they kind of claim to be... Two dudes. Above board and bringing you the truth. And some dudes. Sick of bullshit. Don't tread on America. I'm just going to kind of introduce you to the show, and then we're just going to start listening to it, okay? Okay. So just some clips first, and then we'll listen to it. This is uh, one of their truths, I guess? <laughs> well, according to... I, I just want to say real quick, according to Dr. Fauci, uh, 
we're no masks. Masks are not going away until every case of COVID has been eradicated. Man, good luck with that. So it's it's permanent mask. It's all, it's all mask all the time now. <laughs> all mask all the time right here. 24-7 mask. What was funny about that is when all this crap started, you know, it was like, oh, you don't need to wear a mask. They're not necessary. They're more, they do more harm than good. That's right. not what they said. You know, but now we got to wear three or four or well, something. Four, it's, you know, tape your butthole shut. That's not what they said. Tape your butthole shut. Yeah. Here is what Fauci actually said. Do you think Americans will still be wearing masks, for example, in 2022? You know, I think it is possible that that's the case. Never did he mention, I can't play the whole interview, but never did he mention that we'd always have to wear masks. And he didn't even say that we would necessarily have to wear them in 2022. The initial guidance they're talking about, about you know, masks not being necessary, was when we were worried about conserving them for healthcare workers. If everyone rushed out and got masks, then the healthcare workers wouldn't have any. Exactly. So that it wasn't that we didn't need masks. It was that we need to conserve them for the people most at risk before we start yeah everyone starts wearing them so here's some more of their hard-hitting reporting <laughs> there's this report going around that uh trump or not trump <laughs> trump trump's alter ego and ron DeSantis. pause real quick the report going around you know he means like on the internet right on parlor sure or Facebook. Yeah. not a real report yeah no that's eric by the way uh so evidently there was a phone call between the two the two guys and uh the census basically told him, you know, how much do you stand to earn from these vaccines, Dr. Fauci and Joe? If you continue with this course of action, I will authorize the state National Guard to protect the movement of Floridians, DeSantis said. And Biden comes back with a address me as Mr. President or President Biden. And uh, DeSantis gave him a big old, uh, I will not. And you can go fuck yourself and then hung up on him. Now, where I come from, <laughs> now, that's a legend. Let's let's. That's a legend. That's there's no actual reporting. But I I looked because I googled that earlier when I saw that this morning. Right. And I was like, what in the hell? Did he really say this? No. So none of no, your traditional didn't. outlets, like Fox or CNN or MSNBC or anyone like that, what's traditional about Fox reporting yeah. on that? But there are plenty of other. Things you know, other sources OAN. saying parlor people are saying if, if that is true, what balls that is balls on times 10. First of all, no, it isn't because I would tell it is absolutely not true, it's not true, but. Even if it were, so the hell what? I would happily tell Donald Trump when he was president to go fuck himself. Sure. Sorry. I did on this show. I would I would say it to his face. If I were the governor of a state, I wouldn't. Yeah, I might. I don't know. It depends. I, I might feel differently if I was the governor of a state. You're right. But doesn't take balls. Okay, so they're reporting on just whatever they like. They're just, yeah, they're, they're whatever makes them feel good. So here's the little game, okay? I'm going to play a clip for you okay. before we really like to start listening to the show. And we're going to make this game of it. You have to guess which member of Congress sent them down this rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. This will be fun. You know what I think it is? I think he's been eating too many late Lady Gaga Oreos. That green, creamy filling got to him. Maybe he's lighting Gwyneth Paltrow so, vagina yeah. candles. Yeah, so I got, a, <laughs> I got a question about that. So we have the Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candles that smell like... It smells like tuna in here. Tuna and so do rotten Oreos. So do Gaga Oreos taste like... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm good. Well, I don't know, but did you see what they look like? Okay, so like, I love Oreos. You know, I'm sorry. Get me Oreos and they're gone in a couple of days. You know, but I'm used to the Oreos, the, you know, chocolate cookie with the white 
center, right? I even this like is the, fascinating. What, I think they're called golden or whatever they are. With the, Do you have any ideas yet? You know what I'm saying? I don't. I really don't. These motherfuckers are pink with a green center. Mm-hmm. Where where did that color concept come up with? Where it's like, okay, so she's got some pink pussy lips and green coochie juice hang blown, <laughs> flowing out or something like that? Perfect. We'll use that. <laughs> We use that for the for the model of our fucking Oreos. <laughs> oh my god! It, trust me, folks. He's not drinking either. Yeah, I'm not. It's, it's water. Just, Wouldn't it be better if he were? It's just, I, I just water. But it, it makes me wonder, like who, like who, who would buy those? First of all, before you guess, yeah, his wife needs to see a doctor, a gynecologist, right away. Absolutely, something is <laughs> deeply, deeply wrong there. Okay. Now, I accidentally spoiled it so you'd know who it is. <laughs> I never in a million years would have guessed who it was. So, Who would you have guessed? Honestly, I think my first instinct was to go with uh, Lindsey Graham because maybe like right after the, the January 6th attack when, when Lindsey was very briefly done with Donald Trump, right before he was not done with Donald Trump. Yeah, I didn't tell you when exactly it was recorded. Right. So I, I heard I heard the, they're talking about Lady Gaga Oreos and for some reason my mind jumped to Lady G and that's, that's all I could think of. So I, I couldn't come up with anything else. Well, it wasn't a senator or was it? <laughs> Well, to the point where, what was it, the Swalwell? Okay, so uh, Senator Swalwell wants to get up there. (laughs) (laughs) They're so smart. They are the worst. Honestly, though, I feel like listening to some of this so far, I'm I'm having some second thoughts about our first podcast. I feel like maybe... Maybe we might be a little too harsh on these guys right now. <laughs> so looking back to like um, our urban dictionary discussions and things. Yeah, like you can't you can't fault them too much for the nasty stuff, but we we don't do a lot of that anymore. No, not we, as much. And it there's we'll drop an F bomb, but we don't ours is generally lighthearted and unless we're like talking about a specific person for some reason, but theirs was just like green coochie juice. Yeah, I don't think like, it's something that we've said on this show before. Well, now we have just casual misogyny for no, yeah, it yeah. wasn't even what they were talking about. Like it was totally, totally out of left field. Right. They're talking about Eric Swalwell and suddenly we're, I, I, I don't know. That was just disgusting. The guy who's not Eric, the other guy, does he remind you of anyone? I, I assume they're both Southern because they have the accent, right? I don't know. Whether they, whether well, they're, they're both in Florida. They're I, actually in Florida. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me play. Let me play this for you. This is just the guy, the other guy. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to hate on anybody for having a job, getting out there, actually getting up and going right. to work. You know, instead of just wanting handouts and hand, you know, right. from the government. That's Exhibit A. Okay. Here's Exhibit B. You're talking like a song from The Lion King. Stop <laughs> that! It makes no sense. <laughs> I was going to say Does sound, he not sound like Hank Hill? It is a little bit I was going to say He sounds like a guy I work with actually But you don't know <laughs> Okay So Now you have your context We've played some games Now we're just going to sit back They're just gross Disgusting people <laughs> We're, we're going to relax And we're going to get into the thick Of some of their Meticulously researched And carefully constructed Content <laughs> I mean, one of them might be a veteran, for all we know. For all we know, they're both veteran. I mean, and I will always stand up for the rights of veteran. Me too. This is our heroes breaking down why masks don't make a difference in the spread of COVID-19. And it's also important to note that this episode was recorded after our Facebook tiff. (laughs) Okay. The other day, I looked at the levels, the cases, so... 
if you look at the, I don't know the updated cases of um, of the corona right as of today, but I looked at it. This is Saturday, so I think it was Thursday. I was looking at our Friday morning, right? And um, I don't know the exact number, so don't don't quote me on the exact numbers. But I do remember it was it was uh, California, Texas, Florida, New York cases. So right. it, it ranked them by cases. Um, I want to say California was 4.5 million. Texas was like 3 million. Florida was 1.8. And I think New York was like 1.4, 1.5, somewhere in that neighborhood. Right. Um, I wasn't paying attention to the cases because, of course, California is going to have a lot. Texas is going to have a lot. Florida is going to have a lot because there's a lot of people. Population. Yeah, right. there's a lot of people live here. So if you look at the rankings of cases, California, Texas, Florida, but then you look at the population, Texas, or you know, California's number one, Texas, Florida. That's your top three populated states. So, of course, the cases are going to be high. Right. But then if you look at per capita. Per capita, they broke it down by per 100,000 people. So, per 100,000 people, the cases were 8,000, I want to say 8,300 per 100,000 people in Florida, which was, I think California was higher than that. Texas was about the same. New York was like twelve thousand. Well, now if I remember when you were you were talking about that, and you actually right. had the numbers because you were looking at the report, but right. I know New York was higher. And New you can only hear Hank Hill now, can you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, on the, on the per capita on the cases and on the deaths. So, like the deaths, uh, Florida was at I think twenty eight thousand deaths. Right. But per capita, it was one hundred thirty five per. So per hundred thousand people it was 135 deaths now granted one death is a lot i get that i'm not trying to downplay the deaths what i'm looking at is in new jersey for example or delaware like take delaware for example the uh my god are you still talking I just want to say, I looked it up while while that clip was playing. I had time to look. I up. noticed you weren't talking, so I figured you were doing research. I had time. I had time. I don't think you understand the concept of this mystery <laughs> racist theater, Judson. Where were the snarky comments? It's hard to talk over it. Uh, but I had time during that clip to research the information that he didn't bother to. So, per capita, the highest rates of cases in the country are North and South fucking Dakota. Right. Now, yes, California is slightly ahead of Florida, uh, but they are virtually the same. And actually, Florida has more deaths per capita than California does. Again, virtually the same. Basically, his point is that where they make you wear masks and have what he thinks are full lockdowns. He thinks Delaware is in a full lockdown. It isn't. I can tell you why I know that in a minute. <laughs> but um, something he leaves out is coronavirus doesn't know state borders. It does not. So if there are states that are just throwing caution to the wind like Florida, it's going to spread elsewhere. It, it does know population density, however. Yes. And that is why you it see does. places like New Jersey and New York getting hammered. Right. Because of the population density yes. where it hits. Florida is a pretty spread out state. It's a little bit more spread out. Exactly. A lot of the southern states are. But even a rural state like North and South Dakota have been hammered. I saw some statistic that like one in 500 South Dakota residents has died of coronavirus. Wow. It's just an absurd figure because they have so few people, even though they have relatively few deaths, they have so many relative to their population that it's just, it's insane. So to be fair, it almost goes without saying that 
what they were going to say all along was going to be complete bullshit. Of course. Unresearched and made up, right? We, we knew that. Yes, exactly. That's not actually why I played that clip. What was it for? Listen to the end again. My God, are you still talking? <laughs> that was an accident, but I might leave but it you in. should leave it in, yeah. <laughs> what I'm looking at is in New Jersey, for example, or Delaware. Like, take Delaware, for example. Okay, take Delaware, for example. As I told you, that clip was recorded after we had our little tiff on Facebook. Right. And I'm going to semi-dox myself here. I live in Delaware. And it used to be that strangers could see that fact on my Facebook profile. Used to be, you say. Oh, yes, I've made some corrections. <laughs> so when he started talking about Delaware out of the blue, I got a little nervous. I could see that. Yes, I wasn't. Do you think I was overreacting? No, I don't think that was an overreaction. Okay. Well, listen to this. This is a little, a few seconds later. I just, I get, I get in arguments with people that are ignorant on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. And... I, I really I got to the point that guy the other day that I got that thing with. I think his his argument is his ignorance because he's basically following the rules of what he's being told by his governor and his people up in Delaware, wherever he was from. And that's they don't know. I don't I'm not a fucking scientist. Right. But I trust that I trust what I see. Right. And you don't think you have to be a damn nuclear scientist or a uh whatever they're called, internalist or... <laughs> well, right. What does he think nuclear scientists do? <laughs> what the fuck does he think you... nuclear physics... Mm. <laughs> nuclear scientists. Yeah, nuclear scientists. They were I will point out that at... Delaware is the 26th or 27th state in the country for cases and deaths, depending on which one you're looking at, 26 or 27. Yeah, our per capita numbers aren't great, but we're a tiny state. Tiny state, but yeah, but you're like, you're right in the middle of the pack. Yeah, but we're also a tiny state that's right by Philadelphia. And population dense, relatively speaking. (laughs) Right by New Jersey and right by Baltimore. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I I love how the guy who clearly doesn't know shit from Shinola is the one who's calling everyone that he argues with on the internet ignorant. Right. You don't even know the shit you're literally talking about right now. You are spouting off bullshit that I have looked up on my phone while it's being played back to me. Right. And can tell you that you're full of shit about all of it. So you may believe what you see, but I feel like you're wearing a fucking blindfold at this point. He's certainly not wearing a mask. (laughs) Well, (laughs) or he's wearing it very incorrectly. So Eric actually had more to say about me later in this episode. Oh, did he? You know what's really funny? Is that Eric's real name? is Don. <laughs> and I'm not making that up. We'll have to believe that, but maybe not. I mean... I just told him I lived in Delaware. It's true. They're more likely to go after Don in Don Florida. Don from Florida. I mean, and if, if they go after a particular Don in Florida, I... We don't go after people. Like, this is how we go after people. On a podcast. Yeah. Ridiculing them. Exactly. Okay. The Don, formerly known as Eric, had more to say about me on this episode of his podcast. Just like I had the incident the other day on Facebook. You know, okay, Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, right? So the Bucks had posted out a uh, picture on Facebook the other day. Cause, uh, I, I think feel like he got under his skin, Tuesday, Tino. They did a boat parade. No. I think it was Tuesday <laughs> down here. They did a boat parade for the Bucks and on the Hillsborough River right there in downtown Tampa. And it was like, yay, look at this. Yay, yay, yay. And <clears throat> there was comments from all over the country. And the one person commented, Oh man, Brady's got more rings than people have masks in that picture. So I, I commented, "Smell that freedom, baby." And uh, someone's like, "Oh, that's not freedom, that's stupidity." 
Okay. I know that guy. So then I try to break down the case. <laughs> he sounds so just like me. person <laughs> goes to my personal Facebook page and starts attacking my friends on my Facebook page. Did you attack his friends, Tino? Though it, that is within the scope of possible things I could have done. <laughs> it is not, in fact, what I did. Well, I mean, if they attacked you first, then it's self-defense, and I will not I will absolve you of all Facebook guilt. As My role as Facebook expert of the show. Facebook pastor of the show. <laughs> so, thanks to the miracle of cutting-edge screenshot technology, <laughs> I can read to you exactly how I, quote-unquote, attacked his friends. Did he block you? I just want to know, did he block you? We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so this was a post uh, about Biden shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Okay. One of his friends, I guess this is the, the friend in question, responded to that post saying, yeah, great job, not my president. <laughs> so I responded to this person and I said, her name, definitely your president. Okay. Would you classify that objectively as an attack? That is so vicious i cannot believe you said that to her a perfect stranger three words that just directly contradicted what she said without calling her any names or disparaging her in any way nope then she said oh hell no y'all can have his crazy ass we we do we do have his crazy ass i said oh he is your president whether you like it or not you can't claim to be a patriotic American and not accept the results of this free and fair election. <laughs> oh, that, now, see, now you're just being mean. See, <laughs> that's that's trolling, Tino. I recognize that. Is that, that. an attack? That's not an attack, but it's definitely trolling in this particular environment. <laughs> you were one to call me out for trolling on Facebook. Takes one to know one, man. <laughs> All right. That's the extent of my attacks on his friends. Yes, you did not attack his friends. I can, I can, I can back that up. I can back you up on that. Yeah. All right. So let's have Eric tell all of us how he responded to my quote unquote attack. Let me hear it. So I told the dude, I went off on him. I told him, I said, get the fuck off my page, you motherfucker. I, you know, you're just a keyboard tough guy that's got a fucking cartoon for a profile pic. You know, you know, but a damn pussy. Guilty as charged. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all accurate. I can, I can vouch for that. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric nailed you. Dead to rights. <laughs> but that is not what Eric said. Oh, what did Eric say? Well, I can read that for you now, thanks to that cutting edge uh, <laughs> screenshot technology. So, so it seems like his recollections of Facebook are equally as well researched as his recollections of coronavirus <laughs> numbers. Good to know. He says, go back to your basement in your lockdown state. We down here in Florida believe in our freedom. Maybe if you didn't live in a cuck ass state with a dictator as a governor, you could see what freedom is all about. <laughs> what does that even mean i don't know i responded to that. i said and look look how careful i am with my language you wouldn't know freedom or patriotism if it bit you in the rear you know i not want to back away from ass yeah i'm a bit of an ass man uh, so i've heard though i'm not into butt stuff facebook has also heard that apparently you are the opposite of those things you believe in conspiracies tyranny and might be one of the most un-American, unpatriotic people I've ever seen. Second only to your hero, the worst president in history, and soon to be convict, Donald Trump. <laughs> well, you lied about that last part. Could be soon. Soon is relative. 
Uh, no, I'm definitely so, trolling there. But again, I'm not attacking anyone. You're definitely trolling. Yeah. I'm coming at him in a way that I know is going to upset him, though. You're well within your rights. You're fine. You're, you're I'm not bullying him. I'm not calling him any nasty names. And then he says, like you know me, nothing better than a keyboard tough guy with a cartoon for his profile. Now, that's the only thing in his recollection of what he said that he actually said. Right. Don't be mad at me because your hero got elected, in quotes, and hasn't done anything he said he was going to do. This was, I think, two weeks into his presidency. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he's barely been there a month now. Like, what What the fuck do you think he's... Okay. Other than sign his name on every executive order in front of his face, he's no leader, he's a puppet. And in his words, if you can't get the votes, then you should pass legislation. Executive orders isn't being a leader, it's a dictator. Close quote. <laughs> Well, I guess we now know what your hero is, right? I mean, to that point, most of those executive orders were simply countermanding other executive orders put in by Donald Trump. Which is exactly what Donald Trump did when he came into office and just tried to undo everything that Obama did. Which is the only way to to undo an executive order. I mean, I guess you could pass legislation that changes how the executive branch functions, but the way that the executive branch manages itself is by executive action. Now, you should have heard what his co-host had to say about it. <sighs> Bobby... I didn't think I'd ever need to tell you this, but I would be a bad parent if I didn't. Soccer was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands did the cooking. Oh, my God. I might have been handcuffed. I really can't tell them apart. It's really hard to say. So there's a twist, Judson. Okay. I'll let Eric tell his side of the story. All right. That motherfucker reported me to Facebook for bullying him. So coming on your page. On my page, attacking my friends. Did you? Did you report him? That is not entirely untrue, (laughs) but mostly untrue. Okay. Though I did report Eric to Facebook, it was not for bullying. Also, you, he doesn't know who reported him. Like he, that's. Oh, oh, no, he does. Hold on. Well, maybe he told him he did. I did. Let me get to it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That may fit his narrative better. But the only thing that I reported to Facebook was an image Eric shared that showed that the Capitol insurrection was filmed on a soundstage with a green screen. <laughs> he shared that, and I reported it because it's spreading false and it's damaging fake. information. Yeah, exactly. It's against the terms of service. Yeah. I also literally commented on that post that I had reported him to Facebook specifically for that post. Right. So n- not for anything else, yeah. So it isn't like Eric didn't know why he was reported. Well, you are assuming that Eric is able to read and comprehend. Well, he deleted my comments, Evidence so. does not support the fact that he can read and comprehend, so. Let's just take a second to review some more content on Eric's feed. Please. Patriot Party Radio Alert. There are no conservative groups hosting armed rallies at any capital in any state or U.S. capital from January 16th through 20th. These are false flag events scheduled by the left. Do not attend. Oh, my God. So he does a check-in from from Washington, D.C. on January 6th. He's there. He claims he's there anyway. Well, he posts a check-in from his iPhone of him being there. Okay. And he says, boy, this shit is crazy, and it's just the start. And <laughs> his Apple icon for his avatar is a pride flag with a no sign through it. <laughs> just what we're dealing with here. So he did apparently go there, and I responded... I will be bringing this confession to the attention of the FBI. (laughs) Now, I actually started to do that. And then I realized I probably didn't have enough evidence. So I kind of abandoned it. I didn't didn't actually send it in. (laughs) He had a picture before the day before that or the day of the Capitol insurrection before the check in of 1776 and the the revolution. Oh, 
Not suspicious at all. No, not remotely. But again, you know, I'm looking at the evidence and it's not enough really to make a report to the FBI. Fair enough. So I didn't, but I, I did start. Okay. Eric wasn't done with me just yet, Judson, but almost. <laughs> if you're getting sick of this. My God, are you still talking? <laughs> so I reported his ass. I said, look, this motherfucker came on my page. I had all the shit screenshotted. I said, he came on my page, onto my profile. I'm not his friend. I don't know who the fuck he is. Attacking my friends, attacking me. I was just defending myself. Wait, where did he get the budget for the cutting-edge screenshot technology? <laughs> Can Facebook just write back to him and be like, you just make your page private, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking, we give you these tools. They might have, but he doesn't <laughs> tell those parts of the story that don't make him look like some kind of right-wing hero. Anyway, sure, of course, of course. Sorry, of course. carry on. Sorry to interrupt you, Eric. Oh, well, we are unaware. He reported, because he reported the one comment I made to him, and... It was deemed bullying and didn't meet community standards, whatever. And then I tried to go to his page, and it was, it was like, shut down. So I don't know if he did it, if they did it, what. But still, it's like you almost have to be like that. I'm not the one to go and tell mommy. Well, no, you but know. that's what they do. Yeah, they like, instigate, instigate. And, and then they, they go and tell mommy. Right. You know, when you swing back on them. And I'm not about that. I'll, you know, I'm not going to sit there and... But I think start a fight and then run away. I mean, if you told your mom, she'd take his side, right? <laughs> I <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't run away. My page wasn't shut down. Either he blocked me or Facebook blocked me for him. I'm, I'm guessing if he reported you, there's a button. Well, one of you blocked the other when you reported no. him. I was on his page taking more screenshots when I got kicked off and it said, this doesn't exist. Then he blocked you when he went to report you. There's an option when you report uh, something. Okay, so he blocked He me. just He clicked the button that also said block after he. I have more than one Facebook account, idiot. He didn't make his profile private. He did not. I can still see it. Uh, he, he's a Facebook moron is what it comes down to. Much like every other aspect of his life, he's an idiot. Doesn't know how it works. But it's going to talk about it like he does. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to release this show, and then I'm going to share it on his podcast's Facebook page. Oh, absolutely. And I'm going to use as the cover art for it. The logo for his podcast. Oh, nice. With our little overlays on it. Sounds good. So this war may continue. Escalation. That's what, what we're seeing here. I most certainly didn't go away. Yeah. And as you know, I can sometimes do, I took it up a notch. Well, and let's be honest, our show's better. Just like better quality. We have a much bigger audience too. I think half of his listens are me getting footage for this show. <laughs> He's probably thinking, man, we're doing great this week, Hank. They love us in Delaware. <laughs> I thought that was a cuck state, but we got we got Delaware people just eating it up, man. We're hitting the big time. My God, are you still talking? <laughs> well, we hope you all enjoyed Facts and Friends' first installment of... It's Smell that freedom, baby. <laughs> and we will be right back. Hey, FNFers, Judson here. Tino and I are always looking to interact more with our fantastic audience. If you have questions, ideas, complaints, or just need a friend, you can reach out to us at factsandfriends at gmail.com. That's facts, the letter N, friends at gmail. And if you want to make a more intimate connection, I'm on Twitter at the fault in my arse. Again, the fault, the letter N, my arse. And you can find Tino at Uncle Tortilla. We can't wait to hear from you.
as always, we've saved everyone's favorite part of the show for last this week. Is it the begging? The begging. The begging! <laughs> Yay! We make no money from this show. It's more of a public disservice. <laughs> that's no, that's fair. That, that's fair. <laughs> All we humbly and clumsily ask from you is to <laughs> spread the word about this podcast to your friends and family, particularly those that you're not really that into. Um, <laughs> Do you have to send out too many Christmas cards each year? <laughs> have you been invited to too many friends, children's weddings? Turn them on to our show. <laughs> We are on the back half of season one, and we have a lot of great things planned for season two, so it would be a huge help if you let more people know about our little show. Five-star reviews are also a great help if you haven't left one already. Just all of these things would help us a ton and help keep us on the air. We also love hearing from you, quite honestly, So, and Judson's been far more active on social media. <laughs> so if you drop us a comment or DM us on the Facts and Friends Facebook page, provided you haven't been deplatformed, you can also follow us on Twitter, <laughs> Facts and Friends. <laughs> uh, facts the letter n friends individually you can reach me on twitter at uncle tortilla and judson tell the good people how they can connect with you <laughs> well they can reach me at the fault and my arse and of course i'm also you know pretty active on our facts and friends and facebook and twitter as well so. it justin's kind of in charge of social media it's very rarely me like, like today you jerk today i posted <laughs> <laughs> and yes i am back in my closet thank you is Lindsay in there Lindsay is not in here all right judson yes as we always do in the close we have a topic that we cover we do it's basically so we make sure that people listen to the begging <laughs> so we try to put a juicy bit at the end here but this week it's a little different judson it's a little bit more somber a note that we're hitting well i struggle with this a little bit i struggle with this a lot yeah before i went on my emergency vacation last week just being a good dog dad right of course <laughs> we had planned to expand mystery racist theater 3 kkk to include a big story about rush limbaugh dearly 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 departed dearly departed <laughs> rush limbaugh and i honestly struggled a bit because i i did grow up being taught you don't make fun of dead people you don't hit people while they're down yep but this guy might be one of the most corrosive destructive people in the history at least in the modern history of our nation you're stepping all over my eulogy right now oh okay sorry never mind <laughs> okay <laughs> withdrawn <laughs> No, it's great. It's great. Because that that is, I think, the only honest way to approach the, the legacy of Rush Limbaugh. I gave you homework. I said, Judson, for the close, we can either talk about the Biden scandals. Right. But I really like it because you're such a great writer. If you would write a eulogy for Rush Limbaugh. It's funny because I, I cribbed a lot of my eulogy for some, from another writer. So it's oh. I, I appreciate that. But okay. no, no, I, I, it, so this is a plagiarized eulogy. Absolutely not. Okay. I, I do have some original content, but I did think that uh, So this, there's a, a, a writer, Rich Barlow. What, are we starting? Yeah, yeah so let's do this. Are you ready? Oh, OK, we need some music. I forgot we needed the somber music. It's a eulogy, Judson. Some respect for the dead. I wrote something myself on the day that we, Rush Limbaugh died, uh, which I think captures a lot of what we're feeling, what we're talking about. I'll read a little bit of that in a second, but I also read an article by a, a, a guy named Rich Barlow, who's it was on the uh, Boston NPR station WBUR on their webpage, and I, so I found it there. The article was the obituary Rush Limbaugh should have had. And some quotes jumped out at me from this. Quote, The admonition to speak no ill of the dead is waived in the case of those whose legacy includes serious public harm. End quote. That reminded me of what I had said about Rush Limbaugh when he died. Rush Limbaugh fed a nation's hatred. 
He carefully and methodically encouraged its growth and spread. He had no children of his own, so instead he nurtured xenophobia and misogyny in their places. He became vastly wealthy from inspiring seething anger based on lies he told, and he reveled in it all. He paved the way for the advent of Infowars and Alex Jones, when his core audience could no longer get their usual rage high from Russia's predictable outrage routine. His personal problems in relationships or with pharmaceuticals are irrelevant in the face of the damage he did to generations of Americans and our political discourse. Now, Rich Barlow went on to say that if Russia kept to being just a shock jock entertainer, he'd be remembered that way. He said, quote, controversial but innocuous. But, you know, we all know that's not what happened. And, and Rich kind of breaks down some of Russia's legacy, which I, I kind of briefly mentioned, but I'll summarize a little bit of what he said. Like, at one point in his career, Rush hid behind the entertainer label to avoid culpability for his lies. He, he admitted to being just an entertainer. Uh, but later on, his success and his ego led him to embrace his role as that he's most known for, a veritable kingmaker among conservatives and proponent of conspiracy theories like birtherism and the Clinton body count. He accused a beloved actor of, taking his, of faking his Parkinson's symptoms, repeatedly degraded a young woman whose only offense was to be supportive of health plans covering birth control. And finally, at the end of his life, an end he knew was coming soon, the former entertainer, quote, entertainer, pushed the big lie. This is beautiful. <laughs> and here, uh, I'll turn back to, uh, to Rich Barlow's words directly. Quote, Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick died protecting members of Congress from the mob inflamed by election lies. His grieving family and friends likely won't remember Rush Limbaugh as entertaining, end quote. But I think the best summation of Rush Limbaugh was posted to our Facebook page, actually. Comment on the post that I did. I was raised to never speak ill of the dead. So I will only say this. When he was alive, he was a despicable piece of shit. That's our show. <laughs> Have a great week, and we will be back next week. Unless my dogs need to go to Cancun. <laughs> you never know. I mean, they're very needy. And you want to be a good dog, Dad. <laughs> I do. I do. Take care, everybody. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Hey, Tino here. We typically put a little something here at the tail end of our episodes as a little reward for listening all the way through. This week, though, it's it's more of a punishment than a reward. A University of Central Florida student, Sailor Sable, sang, uh, performed the national anthem at, at last week's CPAC, and it was not good. Though she performed her rendition a cappella, Larry Goldings released a video on YouTube called CPAC National Anthem Fail that featured a bewildered pianist trying to keep up with her many key changes and pitch issues. If you haven't eaten recently and don't mind the ensuing migraine, please feast your ears on this rendition of the National Anthem with Larry Golding's accompaniment. Also, feel free to kneel during this, and, and you probably actually want to do that over your toilet. Remember... All keys matter. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes 